0: Yo, it's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5 Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on Representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the joke So you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes off does more than just jokers he broke and he got the files tell and decline to turn up the dial i don't know where that boy tim is now raising the daughter he hella proud Handy is straight up and randolph ain't here for racist when tim miller hit that got funny as shit the sock puppets always be there to assist too many to name but they all of this shit i guess i could try love me some frankie french milner and Mike B. Be lit, I cannot forget about P.D. and Chris J L van with them Trump impressions Riding Karen coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation, so they always near Pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green, romaine Three guys on sock, puppet nation, gang, guy. Yeah, <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, suave I know you thought I forgot about you But I ain't gonna get about you, bro
1: Wild, wild, wild. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein.
2: I'm Elena Torres.
1: And I'm Mike B. Mike B, fat mouth. Mike B. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fat jaws. Don't make him laugh
3: too much. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> last, time, last time Mike B was on, uh, he had more teeth than this time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three less. Mike got his wisdom teeth pulled. Oi. <laughs> his jaws. He looks like he's got that chipmunk shit going on right yeah. now. The, the big fat chipmunk jaws.
0: <laughs> I got a bump somewhere in here. It's, 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 I don't know if it's the bump or the gap. I don't know what it is, but it's irritating me. And it's it's probably my- the gap. I <laughs> through it. It's the gap.
3: They were going to break your jaw or something. What's the story here?
0: All right, so um, they were supposed to remove all four of my wisdom teeth, <clears throat> and uh, so when I did, when I elected to do the surgery, I didn't want to do the oral. I didn't want them to put me to sleep. I wanted the regular. I went through they, that. Uh, so. Um, he was like, "We're just gonna numb you." I'm like, "Fine, let's just, you know, let's do it." So he went in, numb me up, and everything. And um, they, as he was going in, he he was I'm gonna do the bottom one first. So he was he went and did the bottom one. It took about twenty minutes just to get the bottom one. He, I'm, and I'm feeling, I'm hearing the cracks and everything. And uh, oh.
4: <laughs>
0: and, and then and and he's like, "Oh, okay, hold on, hold on." And uh, you want me to stop? Yeah, he like, you want you want me to stop? I'm like, nah, man, I'm here. I got I, I have kids. If I stop now, they're gonna take my pump. You got to get one.
3: <laughs> I don't want to be a punk.
0: Yeah, I won't be a punk. You got to get I my kids to make
2: fun of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So um, he finally pulled it out. And when he pulled it out, uh, and I'm looking at it, and, and I don't want to get too, too graphic, but it was more than what it should have been. It should have just been a tooth, but it was more. <laughs> it took more. And um, so he was asking me. He was like, he was like okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop, and I think you should go get the oral surgery because you have a um, you have dense bone structure. You have dense bones. And um if I if I keep going, I may or may not break your jawline. <laughs>
3: <Jesus. laughs> was cool. like <laughs> And you were like, hey, don't break my jaw. I'm not a punk. You know, yeah, yeah. Break my jaw. I'm gonna fuck
0: yeah. i fuck you up, Doc. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, yo, okay, all right. But when he said that in my head, I was like, I'm not getting another three pulled. That was it. This is your one opportunity to get rid of. I'm keeping them to the grave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, let's back up for a second. Why were you getting them pulled? Were they bothering you? Or is it, were they in pain? Oh, no. Every time we went to get my teeth cut, because um, I have
0: this um, condition where I have to get deep cleanings. I have, yeah, do, I, I
1: have, I have the same exact thing.
0: Yeah, I got to get deep cleanings. So.
1: Because the bacteria starts at the back of the mouth and moves forward. Mm-hmm. And you can't get down. You can't get to the wisdom tooth, right? Right. I've had, so, the, I had the, I've had this exact same discussion because I've had to have the deep cleanings mm-hmm. and I've had to have the uh, – I've actually had all these teeth are now capped because mm-hmm. my teeth were so fucked up because I've had, I've had to have – I had to surgery on my gums and have gum removed, disease gum removed. Oh, so shit. My teeth are all <laughs> out of whack and stuff like that. So I got a while. Well, I got these front four capped up and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had the same thing. The bacteria starts in the back and moves forward. Yeah. And even even no matter how well you floss, if you can't get back to that to that wisdom tooth back there and get between the wisdom tooth and the gum, yeah. and and my hands are too big. That's the doctor told me. It was like your hands are too big, you can't get in here.
4: Mm.
1: So but I never got mine removed though. What happened yeah. with me, what happened with me was they each went bad one at a time.
4: Uh-huh.
1: And you know how you chew on one side of your mouth, uh-huh. like you tend to chew kind of something like Uh, Okay, so so I say, I don't know who did the joke, but it was like, there's a spot in your mouth where you can only drink cold water when you get to a certain age. There's a spot in your mouth where you chew hard stuff. There's a spot because your teeth are all fucked up. So there's a spot over here. Yeah, so my place to chew candy was the back right. Hard candy, back right. Hard ice. And both those wisdom teeth are now gone because both of them went bad. Oh shit. Both of them got cavities and but they both went bad. One mm-hmm. at a time.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? That sounds painful.
1: It's hella painful. <laughs> when, they, when they start going bad, mm-hmm. you just kind of feel the pain. I'm like, what the fuck is it? I got a headache? What is this? One mm-hmm. day I was at the gym and I was lifting and it felt like somebody was just it was throbbing like someone's punched Ooh. me in the jaw. So I went to the dentist the next day and he was like, Oh yeah, you gotta I gotta take this wisdom tooth out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So for they just this one, this one, uh, uh, one on this side. Uh, uh, uh,
3: so there's one left.
1: I got one left.
3: Yeah. So it was you trying know to... what,
1: I take that back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe got none left. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that doctor took one out left. one too many.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the one left, the one down, the one back down here. I got this one taken out years ago in Austin. Now I'm thinking about it. Years ago in Austin, same thing, yeah. you know,
0: yeah because exactly, when you
1: look at my mouth they'd be like oh you got all your wisdom teeth but mine all fit fine so they're yeah like this is fine you just you can't seem to get back there to clean i, I
0: just I, I just got tired of it, it felt like they were trying to upcharge me like we're going to clean yeah. your teeth like it felt like auto like uh jippy <laughs> lube it's like I yeah. make for the oil change but do you want your wisdom teeth pulled too <laughs> <I> got, <Yeah. laughs> I look, got
3: manufacturer tired. recommends uh pulling your wisdom teeth <laughs> and uh coolant
0: yeah right. so so I got tired of them asking me. I got tired of them asking me. They're like, you, you know, you might want to pull your wisdom teeth. Like, no, nah, I'm good. They don't bother me. And then uh, it was one point, I don't know, uh, and I never told them this, but I figured it was like a wisdom tooth. If I if I looked to like the right, it felt like something was pulling at my jaw.
4: Ooh.
0: Yeah. That was a tooth. That was a yeah. tooth. Like, I couldn't, like, it it would, it would go, it'd be like for a month straight, I'd turn like this, and it felt like something was pulling at my jaw, and then it would go away. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, all right, fine. This time I'm like, just take, just take them. Damn it! Look, just take, them. <laughs> just get rid of. So you of them. only got the one removed? You still have the other three? I saw the other three, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, because the teeth had gone bad, I think they came out easier because they were bad. You know, yeah. he like this last one. My little dentist, he used a, um, I don't know, man, it looked like a metal fucking rod. He like pushed it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's. What, it started off with the rod. It
1: was just fucking pushing on the side of my face he was like just kind of lean into me don't don't pull your head away lean into me i was like okay just lean into me and he was like just fucking pushing and pushing and pushing
2: you guys were awake for that for mine i I did the same thing they were
1: like they were like same thing he was like you want to go to sleep you want to stay awake i said how much he was like well sleep is more i said i'll stay awake (laughs) it's fine It's like all right i'm gonna gonna numb you up So yeah, it's fine, my- man. I've been numbed up plenty of time. Lane, I've had a lot of dental work done. You get cleaning, you get used to it.
0: Yeah, this fucking
1: numb me up, baby. I'm here.
0: I'm here. I mean, whatever. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. You know, just give <laughs> like, me some sunglasses so you don't look at the terror in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm no I ain't
3: no punk, Doc.
1: I used to tell a joke that you know you reach a certain age when your dentist becomes younger than you. That's <laughs> that's when it's like, oh I am fucking old now. <laughs> I'm sitting there one time because my dentist used to do all my deep cleanings, uh, Doctor Spengler. I go to the office. He has retired and sold his practice to Doctor Do, Doctor Can Do, Can Do. So I call him Can Do, Can Do, little Vietnamese Asian cat. Okay, so I'm like, Doctor Spengler looks like how I imagine a dentist to look: white, white jacket, you know, Tweety kind of Tweety bow tie little little smallish nebbishy looking dude you know sensible <laughs> shoes a lot of a lot of good conversation you know <laughs> that kind of stuff man okay here comes dr dual being in the second have a seat this little young fast and furious asian cat comes through the door he had on like like black fucking velour jeans and the, the little <laughs> boots with like a little chain on thing little I ain't never seen a lab coat that was like fitted, like a fitted yeah. white lab coat, little, little futuristic hair dude. He tried to dap me. Hey, brother. Hey, man. <laughs> okay. He tried to dap you. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, man. How you feel? I'm Doctor Condom, and like, come on, man. Did you just call oh, me? Oh I went to school in Philly, yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to dentistry school in Philly. He was like, yeah, man, because he was. We were talking about some of the stuff we had to do. And he was like, oh, I used to see this a lot when I would go into the hood and work with the kids there. Because, you know, that's what I did for my, yeah, because that's what he did on, like, part of his thing. As he was learning, he would go to the hood and work with underprivileged children of course. Doing, doing dental cleaning and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I like to get back, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you talking <laughs> like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> stop, stop talking to me like that. Hey, you got the latest Roots album? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> oh my god. Was like, uh, oh, you old. can make
3: your appointments, just DM us on TikTok.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, we'll Dr. get back Duke. to you in a he, day.
1: He's coming at, at one point. I went for a cleaning. He's coming to me trying to get marriage advice. So I'm thinking about getting married. And what are you doing?
4: About, like, oh my
1: God. <laughs> I talked to this little young boy. <laughs> and I'll never speak bad about that guy. He did great work, he covers my family. Gave me a price cut on some on some work that he was doing. That yeah, Dr. Do. I just ain't been able to get back to him since this, this shit's going on. I'm a, yeah. kind of scary about going in. To- Only
3: the emergency cases like Mike B are, are being allowed in yeah. these days. Well, no,
2: they, they let you in for cleaning. Okay. in now I'm going now because I didn't go the whole time I was pregnant because so I was so nauseous. I was like, I can't sit in a chair with my mouth open for
1: – What do they put on? What do they do? What, for pregnant? For- just for cleanings. What what'd they do, Mike? Did he just – I mean, I guess they just wear the shit they normally wear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um- but Yeah, don't it was protect a, them from you blowing their fucking.
2: I'm sure they
0: have with the shield, right? Had, the they, N- had the, they had the shield. They had the mask on, um, N1,
1: sh- and probably the good, the good N1 mask that actually doesn't let that fucking shit through. Oh yeah,
0: yes. it, it, was it was good. It was good. It was the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was the good stuff. It just, just the shield and the and the mask. The, and and you know they, he went in. It was only like two of them, and um, I came in with my mask on, and then eventually I take my mask off, of course. Yeah. After that, everybody stayed masked up and then they switched it out when we was done.
3: Do they do like a temperature check on you when you walk in? Oh, yeah. They came in. <laughs>
0: they try trying to rob me. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me see your forehead. <laughs> the little gun one? Yeah, let me see your forehead. Hold on.
1: Did anybody hear about the show last night the draft house? How'd that go?
3: I didn't hear about it, actually. Okay. The, there's a show tonight, too. I mean, I, I know crowds got to be... 35% capacity, I think is what they're doing. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't see any posts about it or anything.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few shows happening. People are doing outdoor shows. Mostly there's, I've seen some pictures of outdoor shows the past yeah. uh, week or two.
1: Yeah. So this is cat in Philly. He calls himself soul Joel, I guess is what he calls himself. I noticed that Rachel Fire, Rachel Feinstein went and did a show there she okay. posted a picture everything was everybody was masked up you know it's an outdoor show that's the show where Jay Oakerson the dude drug him off the stage oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he drug Jay Ogerson off the stage
1: well Fly. from what from the way it was being explained I'm looking for this thing so I can send it to you Andy Louis J Gomez talked about it on his show
3: Okay. So this must have been pretty recent. I'm on Okerson's Twitter feed. I don't see anything on it here. I,
2: the, there,
1: I, just sent, I just sent it to all of you, but it's a long, uh, it's like 35 minutes, but he kind of details the story.
4: really can't tell a
1: story well. I'm just going to put that <laughs> out there. I'm just going to put that out there. But uh this guy's girl was basically being a piece of shit, I guess, or she was smacking her mom and they were like, You gotta get out of here, and then um Jay was being Jay talking shit to her, and then the guy, her so guy stands up and says, That's my sister. Went up to the Jeez. stage. Now the stage is really high. And he grabbed Jay's ankles and pulled him.
2: Oh. Uh, Jay so came like, off the
1: stage, out. right? Mm-hmm. But Jay came directly down face first on top of him.
2: <laughs> dangerous. So Jay's actually, a big. Jay's
1: a big dude. Yeah,
4: like,
3: and not a dude I would pick a fight with.
1: Right yep. down on top of him. <laughs> I don't know if Jay's so much a fighter, but I knew not Luis Jay Gomez is.
3: Well, yeah, but I, I yeah, I feel like Jay would would mix it up. He's not going to be intimidated yeah. by. No, you know, he's
1: a, he's a Philly dude. He's not going to be. He's
3: my sister, man. Like he he wouldn't be he wouldn't back down from that. Yeah,
1: so so you know. It got handled. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> See,
3: this, is, this is the thing about... somebody.
1: Let me put it this way. Oh. Imagine what would have happened if somebody pulled Andy off the of stage and I was there. Just think about it like that.
0: Right. <laughs> think about it like that. That's a, that's a beatdown. down. That's a,
3: <laughs> Imagine, I mean, well, look, and this is the thing that I've been saying about comedy shows in general, with these mask rules, especially the indoor shows, right. the audience has to comply. Comedy audiences are, are notorious for not following the rules of the show. Right. Yeah. Before COVID, uh, they, you know, they, would get, they would heckle. They would talk back. They would get drunk. They would walk out on their check. They would do all the things. They would pull out yeah. their phones. Uh, phones with the ringers would be on. You know, Every third show, you'd have something like that. And now you're giving them all these new rules to follow about masks and distancing and where you can have your mask on versus where you can have it off. So you can take it off at your table. You can take it off if you're eating. You got to go, go to the bathroom, put it back on. We're asking audiences who don't follow rules very well to follow these new rules. Otherwise, people might get a virus, you know. So, I mean, outdoors it's much more difficult to transmit it, but still.
0: Yeah.
3: When comedy shows start, shows start moving indoors, there's going to be a lot of these incidents where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, the crowd didn't actually give a shit about your little rules. Got your little mask rules. Well,
2: well that's, why, uh, that's why I think a lot of places are banning live performances of any kind because even from, a I think the chain smokers thing is, what, is the example, right? Like even if the organizers are doing everything they can, the audience is going to do whatever the fuck they want.
3: Right. Well,
1: a big part of out. that though is because comedy bookers and comedy show managers let audiences do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. They don't often kick people out. They don't, they don't, no. You know, I've been in many a comedy show where you're like, kick that motherfucker out. And I'm like, well, you
2: know. Eh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I told
3: him one more time. You do yeah. it one more time. You cough on people one more time.
2: Yeah. You know. so drunk he can barely see. He's not going to listen. You know, like
1: I was at Dunkin' Donuts today, this morning. You're supposed to have masks on. Mm-hmm. I get my shit. I turn around. A guy behind me didn't have his mask on. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody in this establishment has a mask on in full compliant over the nose everything you motherfucker you know you can't be in here without no mask on <laughs> you know motherfucker
3: I walked into Wegmans uh, a week, like a week couple weeks ago and I just forgot to put my mask on like I don't know why it just didn't occur to me I, I was walking around pushing my shopping cart around I was in there for like three minutes and I looked up and I saw someone with a mask on and in it occurred to me oh shit i'm not wearing my mask
4: mm-hmm.
3: so i just like went out put my mask on i was like i hope no one i'm not gonna be a meme am i i hope no one like recorded <laughs> me look <laughs> at this fucking asshole it's really like, really you know one of those kind of things so i right now got my mask luckily i shop late there's like five customers in there so the, the right. odds are low yeah. but i did like forget you know for a minute to put my mask on i really thought i had it already you know you can just kind of yeah, yeah, something
1: like yeah i've been all, i've been on long walks i want to stop at 7-eleven i bring a mask so i just don't yeah. go in. Yeah, yeah
2: that's why i started putting masks i bought one of the like big 50 packs from amazon because there were so many times where i like forgot it we've got a bunch in in the car every one of my bags has got it like just yeah. everywhere and there's masks like floating around the house all the time now just mm-hmm. because you forget them
1: yeah. all the time like andy was saying that you saw always. andy was saying you saw some people at a comedy show no mask Mm -hmm. the mass comedians elena
2: oh yeah yeah i mean i that's that seems to be like the more the more scary part of doing comedy shows is that comedians are less careful both with distance and i saw a lot of comics who put like their mask like under the nose or down here or like when they were hanging out with comics like yeah i was outside but the distance wasn't you know there was like a little comics table in on the side absolutely People were hanging out, but it was like, oh, when I'm hanging out with the comics, it's cool for me to bring the mask down. Right. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I was doing I did uh, Ross's not. podcast and he mentioned like sometimes comics will try to like dap you up, shake your hand, like you know, oh, yeah. like nothing.
2: Oh yeah. It's it's the the audience I'd say for the shows that I've done, for the audience, it's super sick. For the comics, you know, you gotta like and you you kind of look like an asshole because you gotta like keep distance. Yeah. So you got to like walk away from people. And I mean, I I am like hazmat it up. I'll do it with like, I do not touch that mic. I have plastic gloves I put on right before I go on stage when I grab the mic and then I take it off and I've gotten a lot of weird looks from it, but I'm just like, I don't.
3: Do you bring, bring your own mic? mic yeah. I don't
2: bring my own mic. Uh, I, I either, if I feel like the show isn't safe, which has happened, I'll keep my mask on on stage or I bring the mic cover like the thing that you have, like the style condom. Oh, yeah. And so I'll have gloves and the mic cover and then I throw all that out when I'm done. So as soon yeah. as I walk off stage, I throw the mic cover away and the gloves that I touch the mic with.
3: Yeah, that's a good... I'm mean, the windscreen, you can get like a pack of 10 for like six bucks on Amazon. Yeah, that's
2: why yeah. I thought... Because I thought about bringing my own mic but like the plug, you never know what's going to happen with the sound. Yeah. So I figured if I just bring the mic condom and that's what I call it, the mic condom, they're really cheap on Amazon. I yeah. The mic condom and the...
0: Gloves. I'm good. Yeah, I I go I go in there with my own mic. Uh,
3: <laughs> I've, done, <laughs> um, I've done one, two, three. I've done one, two. Oh, with mic B. That's what they call you.
0: Just, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> just tell the
0: MC to take take the mic, hey, man. After you introduce me, take
1: that mic with you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I did. Um, the first show I did, I had my mic with me. The second show, the last show I did this weekend, well, this um the other day, uh on Thursday, they didn't have a um. I, I kept my mask on. And yeah. even, even though there was, like, spraying the microphones after each performance, I was still, like, <laughs> I kept my mask on. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not doing this with y'all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I treat yeah. it like it's herpes. I don't know. I don't know what y'all got. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. Should, yeah. 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 There have been a couple of shows
2: where I felt that way where I was like, I'm not taking this mask off. I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm not, I'm not taking
3: yeah. this That's yeah. how you tell the guy running it that he fucked up. You're like, oh, it was good. Yeah. Did you notice my mask was on, though? Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, cause, cause it was, it was coming to, they was, they was raw face, they was just getting the mic, and they were, I mean, after he sprayed, they, they, they were raw face. I'm like, ooh, that's yep. tough. That's the new one, raw faced. Raw.
3: Face. Yeah, this dude <laughs> was out there. He was raw facing, man.
0: Yeah, yep. take my mic. I can't, I can't raw face it. I'm sorry, I'm putting my.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this dude went long. Raw, and he raw faced it, <laughs> raw faced it, and he blew the light, man.
0: What? Yeah, you put up like ambros. She got
1: so you just out there raw. That's what you're doing, huh?
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it right, true. now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's, it's gonna be tough out here for a minute. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, if you really think about it, these shows don't last long. These outside shows don't last long anyway because wasn't about to change. So, yeah,
3: no.
4: exactly. <laughs>
2: no. yeah, I mean,
3: with That's these like, days,
4: because it's yeah. like
2: our days are numbered.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're warm usually fairly far into October these days. Mm-hmm. But in the evenings, once you start getting into October, the evenings it really starts to plummet. The temperature goes down when it gets dark. So sure. there I mean there are gonna be some days where it's still eighty in the evening, other days where it's like fifty five, and who knows yeah. if people are gonna come out and sit outside for that. Right.
1: Just sitting there for an hour in the cold, can't
0: really drink. No.
3: No yeah, there's no kitchen. You know, you can't make a night of it.
0: No, son. Can't go, no, and, I mean, go and especially at somebody's house, Cause like the show yeah. I did at somebody's house and he, I mean, he was like, ain't nobody coming to my house. So now you gotta go to the bathroom, but you don't yeah. know what. to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's right okay. not letting nobody in his house, but that's the
1: whole thing I'm thinking about the show. So I'm like, well, where do people use the bathroom at?
4: Yeah. So, you know, what, what
1: you gonna do with them? What yeah. You doing, what you doing with people? You know, go, go pee around the corner.
3: Yeah, you, know, you have a bunch of drinks. You're gonna have to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. go peanut bucket, girl. Yeah. <laughs> go behind a bush. And get the squad. And you did shit in college. You can do it again. <laughs> yep.
0: Hold your hair. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know how this. I don't know how this shit works, just know it does. <laughs> this is like hold your hair.
0: You know, you know,
1: you know. <laughs> Speaking of college, Elena, what was your first job right out of college again?
2: Well, I had a few. Sort of. I'm here to talk about an interesting one. I had I had a few internships in college, and one of my internships was at the Ellen DeGeneres Show. <laughs> now,
3: the Evil Ellen that? DeGeneres Show.
1: What year was it for
2: you? Versus uh, it was the year? fall semester of my senior year, so that was fall of 2007.
1: So that was baby Elena.
2: Yeah, baby Elena. <laughs> we had uh,
1: just moved here back here, I think, from New York. 2007? I think so.
2: Yeah, it was baby Elena college college Elena uh it was my third and last <laughs> were internship. you
1: still going out
2: at night yeah I'm gonna go out and yeah club. well you, <laughs> yes. you
1: came from Mexico that's a different club world down there but
2: <laughs> oh yeah well I I was like actively clubbing from age like probably like 14 15 until yeah. like my late 20s I mean club like probably like mid 20s but so yeah I was definitely like out at night and yeah I mean I and I worked I, at that point, I didn't have very much college left to do before I graduated. So I had like maybe that semester, I, you know, I remember that semester I was working at Ellen and I had one class in college, which was uh, African-American history and film, which was really just, uh, did
1: you have to, did you take that or did you choose that?
2: I chose I that. I
1: you choosing that because of the the latino roots and stuff like that so i definitely see yeah. that Latin as opposed and it
2: was to great it was great because i'd never really taken very much u.s history because i didn't grow up here yeah. and i didn't know much about black history at all and it was really like a black for me it was like a black history class and then we would watch a movie at the end was move,
1: like, do you remember what movies are y'all watching sweet sweetback's badass adventure
2: no we watched well we had to watch friday uh, Friday, yeah. black history <laughs> yep. Here's some black it was, history. was such a cool class it was such a cool class and then uh we had there was a pimp movie that we had to watch we had a few superfly no the pimp was in the name one from the 70s
1: pimps up hose it now <laughs> it,
2: was, it was like a You're couple of like 70s because it was a whole class on the pimp on black exploitation or
1: just a pimp few... or just the pimp mythology
2: the pimp mythology and then how like how much culture American culture has adopted sort of like pimp culture into regular culture, like how the way pimps dressed and like how that's sort of like been taken into so much popular culture. So there was like a whole pimp day. There was also a lot of music. It was a lot of like black music and I remember soundtracks.
4: The
2: yeah. The professor was a very big B.I.G. guy. And I remember up until then I was very like Tupac and he was just, he was like, if you like Tupac better than 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 Biggie, you have a problem. And he like <laughs> and this is in California. And so and he was like, look, let me explain to you. And he would like play the lyrics all the way super loud and be like, this is why. And he'd like break them down for you and be like, This is why Biggie is there. It
1: was, and he was a sixty five year down. old white man.
2: No, no. It was he's he's in a bunch of documentaries, the professor, um, Todd Boyd. Todd Boyd was your professor? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was. I was. I'm telling you, it's one of the coolest class. That semester was awesome. I had. I mean, which is what I'm going to talk about. Is I was working at Ellen and Todd Boyd taught that class. It was such a cool class.
3: Yeah, Professor, and you know Todd Boyd. I'm gonna Google him. I'm sure I recognize the face. Think
2: about. Think about
1: the. um, uh, Tommy. Tommy. Uh Tommy Smith and John Carlos.
3: Oh that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was
1: the guy who was over, he was the head of that, um, I don't want to say the head of that council, but he was definitely one of them who was an advisor to all the athletes at that time.
3: First sentence of his Wikipedia article. Todd Boyd, aka notorious PhD.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. He's he he's very big, but he'll like intellectualize Biggie for you. Yeah. It was it was great.
3: Interesting. Oh,
1: yeah, because for those who don't know, Elena went to USC. Yeah,
2: yeah USC. He gone. goes
1: back. He goes back to the Black Panthers in Oakland.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. He talked about the Black Panthers versus Martin Luther King and Martin. Agnes. I mean, it was like a full Black History class with movies.
1: Yeah, that's good. You got the good. You got the awesome boy. Yeah. So how did you end up at Ellen?
2: So I had, I had a lot of really interesting internships in college. I interned because I like doing internships better you than with class. The black Panthers.
4: Hmm?
3: Hey, is there, mic? your mic's really low, Randolph. Did you? Did you? Is my mic low? Or maybe you were just off mic. now, that was fine. Okay. Yeah. Anyway.
2: No, I I wish. Uh, my first internship was at the Weinstein Company.
1: Ugh, did you get okay? Did he come at you. Did he, he? didn't come at you.
2: No, I never met him because he was <laughs> never. He was never in the office. He was always busy at the Peninsula Hotel raping people. So it was, I was like a stroke of
1: luck on your part.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never went. Never went to the Peninsula Hotel. I was always at the office, which he never was. And then I interned at MTV, which ended up, they gave, they gave me a job. And I interned there for a year. And they gave me a job after I graduated, which I got laid off of a year later because of the crisis. And then after that, um, this was like my first maybe inkling that maybe I wanted to do stand up, but I didn't. This is how stupid you are when you're young. I was like, I've always really liked Ellen and her whole thing and how she goes on stage and the joke I like that. But I didn't think like, maybe you should do stand up. I was like, I think I'll, I'm going to apply to Intern for Ellen because I just like that whole thing because I didn't really, I wasn't sure if I wanted to act or write yet. I wasn't, I was kind of all over the place. What were you doing for money? Uh, I was going to college, my parents were giving me, you know, mm-hmm. they were paying for my dorm and they were giving me, you know, $500 a semester or something to spend yeah. on my card, and that was it. So, like, all right. the food was all, you know, everything was like on campus, it was like fully a college
4: right, student. Right. So, right, my parents were paying last,
2: for, yeah for all my stuff at college. And then I had, you know, that little bit of sort of spending money. And, and after my first year, I was like, I need a car. So they got me a Honda Accord. So I had a, car, and um, yeah, because you need, because also to get to and from the internships in LA, you need a car. And so I applied to the Ellen show. And at that point, that was a pretty strong resume for an intern. So I went into interview and they hired me on the spot. And at the internship, I was the only intern who hadn't traveled to LA to intern for Ellen. Everybody was a college student because they paid you in college credit. That's,
4: mm-hmm.
2: that's a real thing. And it was a really, I didn't realize, but it was a very competitive internship to get. And I just got it because of my background in internships. Um, and I have to say of all those internships, it was like the most positive Place I'd worked at that point oh yeah (laughs) that's why that's it was it was an amazing experience you know it was the only internship where you know internships are sort of like disguise that you're supposed to learn things but really they just need the free labor yeah you know Ellen really they they I mean we worked but it was really like they were very interested in us learning you know so
3: did you interact with Ellen herself that often
2: uh No, not that often. A few times. Uh, and I remember, you know, there's that thing going around where where there's a rumor that you can't look her in the eye. Yeah. There, that rumor was there when I was there. People would say, you can't look at Ellen in the, in the eye. And I remember I was like, that's so stupid. Because I've always really looked up to Ellen. And at the time, I was like, that's so stupid. That goes against everything she stands for. I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so one day I was working because we would see because she would walk around the halls. They've moved to bigger offices and I'll get to this part in a second. You know, when she apologized and said the show's gotten bigger than her, the show now is a lot bigger than it was then, you know, but back then the offices weren't that big. And so she was around a lot. Like you would see her every day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, one day I was at the front desk and she walked in uh, and I was like, hi, Ellen. And she looked at me and went, hi. And kept walking. And I was like, look, look in my eye. <laughs> Nothing happened. had <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. I mean, one time I almost stepped on her because she was, she. Re, you know how she scares people on the show?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: She really does like to do that. And so she was army crawling on her stomach into her head writer's office to scare her, and I was delivering mail. And I went up and I almost stepped on Ellen and I was like, oh, and I'm like, I'm like, she just goes, shh, I'm, like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And yeah, and then I walked away and she just kept scaring her, her, uh. She on a scary? Get down here with me. No, she was just like, <laughs> shh, she just, she just was like, shh, you know, but she was like laughing. And then one time I talked to her about her dog really briefly because she has a little, a cute little a dog and she was showing me her dog. Like a picture of her dog. So she
3: was pretty normal. There was So
2: normal. But I will say this. She's not like her stage persona. Yeah. Which I think as comedians, we all know is normal. And that's why I think it's kind of fucked up. All this stuff where people are like, she's a bitch. It's like, no, she's just not that person that she is on stage. Like in life in the office, she's much more serious and much more businessy. I mean, she was running a show. So like her attitude wasn't a mean boss but she was a boss you know what i mean it was it was very different than her stage persona but i feel like as comedians you that's that's not a weird thing like of course she's not going to be on like that and queen dancing you know she's not like dancing through the hallway (laughs) all the time at all like that place ran so well like you know everybody from what all those producers that just got fired, none of one of them was a PA when I was there. The rest, the other two, weren't there when I was there. The big producers were the ones who are still there, like Mary and Andy Lassner and those people. Those were the producers at the time. But at the time, you know, everybody who worked there seemed pretty happy to be there. But it was very like writers met met at this time from this time to this time then they had you know from 11 to 3 p.m to write the jokes you know they would have a meeting in the morning then they had this time to write the jokes then it was rehearsal like everything was very organized Mm -hmm. and it ran like a ship like as interns there wasn't that much for us to do like we did little odd jobs but but it wasn't like my other internships where i was i was busy yeah this one i remember part of my internship was i had to learn the soldier boy dance to teach the audience while they were waiting outside (laughs) (laughs) you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did they then do it on the show? That-
2: yeah. So, so like, part of the job as an intern, you know, the if you go to the Ellen show, you know, it's like a seven-hour thing. Like, you have to get there early in the morning, and there's just a lot of waiting, you know, and it's a lot of waiting outside in a parking lot in a line. And they have benches for you and, like, mist if it's too hot. But as interns, you go out there, and you play games with them, and you kind of keep them entertained. It's sort of like my early stand-up. You know yeah. you keep them entertained it's like all of them
1: stand up <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, yeah and you, andy.
1: andy never never deemed
3: to do those kind of stupid i'd things. never be yeah. a good warm-up guy for. Anything. right
2: <laughs> right there was a warm-up comic but we would just like stand out there we'd have to play games with them and she was going to pick a couple people from the audience on the show to do the soldier boy dance and we had you know that's all pre-planned so we had to pick out the people that we thought were the funniest before so we would like have groups of 10, whatever, come up and compete and make it a game outside. And so then by the time they went in, we'd be like, okay, the good soldier Boy dancers are this person in this seat, this person in that seat, or that person. Okay. You know, And we would have to like go through YouTube videos to find funny stuff. Like it was a pretty chill, fun internship and everybody seemed pretty happy to work there. And even a few weeks ago when all this was happening, because I saw that a lot of the accusations were uh From men male on male, like it was a lot of gay stuff that was happening, so I asked a guy who interned with me who was gay. I was like, "Hey, did something happen to you while we were there like nothing I rem- I have really positive memories of being there, and he was like no i I also had a great time interning there. It was so mm-hmm. fun, and I got to bring water to a lot of famous people, including Barack Obama. That was cool, you know so what about yourself gonna- uh, uh, uh,
4: like <laughs> Yeah, out
3: of the head, uh, or you got lucky. <laughs> there's a guy who was the DJ at the beginning. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, when I was there, Twitch was not the DJ. When I was there, the DJ was it was the guy who that did Love Line. What
3: was Tony? His something.
2: No, Tony.
3: Was uh, oh, here, here. Okay, so this is because a former DJ for Ellen came out and said it was a toxic environment, and she's had a couple DJs. So I'm looking for the article.
2: No, he was the guy who did Love Line also. Who was there when I was
3: there? Mm. Okay,
2: but he and he was the second DJ. Hurt because her first DJ had quit, and this was the second DJ.
3: Okay, this guy uh, Tony Okunboa, who said he was okay. He was on air talent. He says from 03 to 06. and then from 07 to thirteen. So he had a break. Maybe he right when, a when break you were there.
2: While I was there.
3: Yeah, and so he said, um, he said it was a toxic, and but he put an Instagram post up. Hi, Hey guys, I hope you all are keeping safe out there during these trying times. I've been getting calls asking me about the Ellen DeGeneres show and I would like to address the time I spent there. I was on-air talent from 03 to 06 and from 07 to 13. While I am grateful for the opportunity it afforded me, I did experience and feel the toxicity of the environment and I stand with my former colleagues in their quest to create a healthier and more inclusive workplace as the show moves forward. DJ Tony was the name he went by on the show.
2: No, I remember who it was when I was there. It was Stryker. And you know what I think might have happened? So while I was there, towards the end of my internship, middle end, the writer strike happened. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that. And she started Mm -hmm. getting a lot of shit for that because she kept going without her writers. Yeah. uh, Which I directly benefited from because I wouldn't have been able to graduate on time had she not kept going because I wouldn't have gotten the college credits. I wouldn't have completed the internship. And the reason she kept going was for the uh, everyone else that worked there. Right. And she was a stand-up, So she felt like she could write. And what she'd started doing is she had her PAs, which were all aspiring comedians, all of them. Uh, She had her PAs start doing writing for her. And one of those PAs ended up being head writer. And now is one of the guys who just got accused of all this stuff. So I think it was probably a really big change. And none of those writers who were there when I started, who were great, I even got to meet with the head writer once. who was this woman, but she she never went back. Most of them never ended up going back to Ellen after she did that. So, so I think, leave oh, I it probably, to an exp-
3: to an aspiring comic to be the toxic person years later. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah how often it, is
3: that the case?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, they all they all were doing like shows at UCB. I remember they all had like stand up shows that they had. They were all like comedian types so were, the, and we worked a lot with them. Yeah. With with the assistants, you know, at the time, one of them—I don't really remember the guy. It's like the main guy who was accused of all this stuff. I don't really remember him that much from when I was there. But you know, PAs—you couldn't say anything. You know, they they were quiet and yeah, you—you yeah, you don't have the power to do the kind of shit that he was doing when you're a PA.
3: So I mean, I guess that's a good counterpoint because all these stories—you you're not hearing the stories of people who are like. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't have any problems there, you know.
2: Yeah, that's why all this stuff has come out. And I'm like, I don't know. I I left there. I really admired Ellen before I worked there. And I left there being like, dude, Ellen's job is the dream. Yeah. She works from Monday to Thursday. She's there from eleven to six. She's got a great team of writers. Like, I was like, that is like career dream goal. Yeah. I didn't leave there being like, oh, what a horrible place.
3: <laughs> you yeah. know? I still bear the scars of my no, internship I
2: mean, no no, and I was like the lowest man on the totem pole and like yeah she was not you know it's not she would never remember me and she wasn't like super nice to me but I didn't expect her to be but she also wasn't ever mean She was yeah.
3: normal. I know the thing about the I mean there's the thing about mean and there's mean bosses everywhere but the stuff to me that stuck out was the weird stuff like the eye contact stuff and yeah, um,
2: I don't think she knew about that, and she said she said since that she didn't know about that, and I thought that when when someone said that, I was like, that's. I mean, even as a, how old was I? Twenty-one. I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you and think, I didn't. Yeah, get that somebody
1: I, on her team put that in place.
2: I heard it from another intern.
1: That somebody so, on her team was telling people to do this.
2: Yeah, I don't well, that know. That
1: intern heard it from somebody else, somebody maybe yeah. who's close to her, thinking that they're, and I'm doing air quotes, protecting. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Or they yeah. might have misinterpreted a, a situation where Ellen was irritated by something and they were like, you know what, from now on, don't look at her. You know?
2: Yeah. Don't yeah. Look- I don't know. I don't know how I thought, I thought that was super weird and that didn't seem like the vibe, you know, like, yeah, I will say like Weinstein company had a vibe, you know, the,
1: well, when Ellen. guys are walking around with their dicks out, it's it's not hard <laughs> to feel the vibe. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, like <laughs> yeah, that guy's got he- his dick out. He has a vibe in here. All
3: right, look, no <laughs> eye contact yeah. with Harvey's dick. All yeah. right.
2: Yeah, no.
1: Everybody- well, Harvey doesn't really have a dick, apparently. What we what yeah. we learned.
3: Yeah, he but he's got some Harvey,
1: sort of weird hybrid thing going yeah, on.
2: Yeah, and Harvey's such a such an asshole. Everybody who talked to Harvey every day was like in a seriously depressed human being like that was yeah. that was Well, a- you'd
1: be depressed too if you didn't really have a penis as a man you, yeah <laughs> you were born yeah. with some sort of a legend what they say what they say he was allegedly yeah, both oh both i fully were. believe it based on the reactions that you heard from coming from the court <laughs> yeah. like he said he just put his head down on the table i'm like oh well now i see it I see where all this shit's coming from. Oh yeah. It makes perfect sense. The whole I'm powerful, I'm going to do all of this to you, flexing your power, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. And that's not me excusing it in any way. I'm surely not doing that. I'm just saying that, no, it makes perfect sense to me. You know, yeah. you, you degenerate, <laughs> you just let it turn you into a degenerate. You know, Ellen, it just seemed, it seems like the show got away from her. Like yes. the show got too big and it got away from her yeah. and people started doing things, nefarious things. And she didn't know anything about it to put a stop to it. Yeah. And yeah. the people around just let this shit keep going on and on. That's
2: right.
1: But the thing is that it's your show. It's your name. So you the one, you know,
2: that's right. That's right. I think, I think, you know, it, she, I think she made a mistake. But, you know, where she, it it just got too big and she let, you know, some stuff slid that she should have been on top of. But I don't think we should, like, cancel Ellen. You know, I also, you know, she's broken so many barriers. I'm like, I mean, that's the other thing. Working there, people love her. I've never seen Mm -hmm. anything like it in my life. Like, you have the most conservative, you know, like these big, fat, white, conservative ladies that, you know, hate everyone that's not them. But for Ellen, they make an exception.
3: She dances good.
2: Yeah. yeah, there's just like people who you're like, you know, she is gay, right? Like people people that I was like, wow. I mean, that they would just drop oh, that
0: doesn't all mean hate. That, they, that doesn't
1: L.A. mean that they support gay people nor the. No. Um, I shouldn't say no. lifestyle. That's not a.
0: But she also. Just didn't sell me supporting gay people. But, <laughs> yeah. but she also has a Presidential Medal of Freedom.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, so does Rush Limbaugh though. So well, yeah. that shit, that shit has been devalued. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I have my own, I have my own problems with Ellen, but it has nothing to do with her dancing or what kind of, um, her relentless cheeriness, I think is, has, has tended to bother people. The thing of, I'm going to dance and to be kind and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. You do. Oh yeah. But not from, that listen the day that she was was cozying up to George Bush and she's taking pictures with George Bush talking about be kind right mm-hmm. and i i did this with George Bush because i was i was like you do understand that if it was up to George Bush you wouldn't be allowed to be married right now you get that right yeah. you understand that George Bush is directly part of the reason why we have all of this voter suppression happening Two Black people. You get that, right? Because either you get that or you don't get that. And if you get that, then, listen, if, if I got a choice of cozying up to somebody who is actively working to make sure that Black people and white people can't be married, we ain't friends.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that's just me, <laughs> OK? Because that directly impacts not my life, but just human beings' lives. Yeah. George Bush believes that gay people should not be allowed to be married whether you're gay or not, that's wrong. Yeah. I don't want to be your friend, man. That's not, that's not a little bit of a, we're having a little bit of a disagreement. You know what I mean? That's a serious morality problem for you. That's a, that's a problem inside of you. That's a, that's past being a flaw. I don't want to know you. I I, I don't want to know you.
3: I think for a lot of people, they feel like, and maybe not, maybe wrongly, but they feel like, well, I can be kind to that person, and that will help them see.
1: And to that know. person, I would say, you show me where that's worked in history. Because yeah. the person who was the, one of the most kind, the person who, was, as um, Kwame Ture said, would say, Stokely Carmichael, would say, the person who cared about you the most— the person who believed in, who believed in you and loved you the most, you killed you killed Dr. King and he 's the one who believed it <laughs> out of everybody he believed it the most, and you killed him. so you show me where that works that 's what I would say to that. Just show me where it works. Show me in history Sh- show, give me give me a history of that. Give me a history of i Ellen will be nice to George Bush, and by me being nice to George Bush, that will show him that gay people are good, therefore we will he will now like gay people. No, it means he likes you. <laughs>
3: well and you give him cover because he can say well i have gay friends yes it backfires it's like respectability type shit
1: the thing with kevin hart kevin hart has a problem with the with gay people he does i've heard him talk i've listened to shit he says he's got some sort of a problem with it okay you want to give him cover i guess i guess but again If I know you white person and you have a problem with black people, I ain't giving you cover. I'm not giving you my platform to give you cover. I'm not doing that for you because I think you're a nice guy or because I'm a kind person. I'm not giving you cover for that. I'm not doing that. So those are my problems with her. You know, I don't know where that comes from. I, I, I say this, white people have a thing of, they have to give people the benefit of the doubt, but usually it's extended to white people who do something racistly racistly, that's a word, do something racistly, like I'm going to just, you get the benefit of the doubt. Police officers, benefit of the doubt, you know. So her giving George Bush the benefit of the doubt, I'm like, yeah, that, that tracks. That, that seems about right. To me, that benefit of the doubt is wrong and that needs to stop. It's that benefit of the doubt that allows these situations to keep going and going and going. Just the automatic benefit of the doubt. We see what happened to uh, Masai Uriji J- J- at the basketball game. Ujiri, now, is it Ujiri? Ujiri, I can never say it. And I don't want to yeah. fuck it up. I love Masai though. I'm like, oh, that's a good name. <laughs> Such a good name, Masai. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, for the shit he went through, and people gave the cops the automatic benefit of the doubt, and the cops are still now saying, uh, well, you know, it's that what the video shows you is not really the truth. I'm like, I'm looking at the video, dog. I, <laughs> I see, I see the cop pushing him. I see that. He pushed him
0: twice. And Masai didn't punch him. That's what I would have done. Punch you in your fucking face, man. <laughs> you know? He didn't get punched in the face. Actually, the way he, he, I, saw, I saw how you pushed him twice. He lucky and get get kicked. That's him. what I'm talking about. I'm like, <laughs> you are... What kind of... What's
1: going through your mind that you think this guy won't jump? Oh, you have a badge on your chest. That's what you think.
4: Yeah. You
1: know? Masai comes walking up. I was telling one of my clients that earlier. We're going to... I'm going to... Don't worry. I'll tie this back. I was telling one of my clients that this guy comes walking up, he looks like a million dollars coming at you. Okay. Sure. And that's some gaudy flashy Donald Trump million dollars. No, he looks like money coming at you. So if I'm running security and this guy comes at me, I'm like, he's gotta be somebody, <laughs> you know, you know, we just based on where we live, he's somebody,
2: right. You know, he
1: looks like somebody he's, He's as tall as a professional basketball player, so I'm like, well, is he one of the guys on the team that I don't, I don't know about or, or something? Yes, that's right. For exactly him
3: to get it. to that point yeah. in the arena, he had to have some credentials.
0: Right. And, right. And, and, and if you look at the footage, you can see he was actually reaching in. He was in. pulling it out. Yeah, uh-huh. or do pushed him. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, no, I, mean I, I mean, there's a lot of bold people in the world, but I don't think nobody's going to be bold to get that close <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, to the court, you know, as a black person, and yeah. and like, hold on, I'm about to pull out some. Didn't give him a chance to pull anything out. Yeah, he, yeah. and then he actually knocks himself. He's like, look, I'm the president of the, t- the Toronto Raptors. He's like, oh, okay, push.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and he comes walking so? up, calm as hell, looking around, you know, getting his shit out. Yeah, you know, and then his player has to come over and keep him calm. So in that moment, you get your you get your moment ruined yeah. by this motherfucker right here, you know.
3: And then the cop trying to cash in, files a lawsuit claiming that this guy came at him all violently and shit. Right. Wearing it's the cop's body cam we're looking at. Right. <laughs> you know, like does he not understand that we have the, the footage is there. It's available yeah. for people to watch.
1: And then his boss, the sheriff says, well, yeah, it was Messiah. And you'll see by the video, like you saw the video, man, what did you see on the video? Why? Yeah. Cause we're all looking at the same video. So I say that to say that there's a thing of people just, I have to give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, yeah. and Ellen gives and Ellen extends that same benefit of the doubt to George Bush. Well, yeah. I can't do that. She extends that same benefit yeah. of the doubt to Kevin Hart. I can't do that. Kevin Hart has a problem with gay people. I don't. I find it abhorrent that he does. So that's that's for me is where that goes. Mm-hmm. It just it's it's abhorrent to me that you have this problem. It don't got nothing to do with you, man. <laughs> you know, whether your son is gay or not whether your next door neighbor's gay or not, it doesn't have nothing to do with you. It has nothing at all to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if they did choose to be that way. Let's, let's just say, I'm not saying that it's a choice by the way, <laughs> but let's just say it is. So yeah. Why so, can't you make
3: that choice? <laughs> your um, right
1: is that you get to choose. You yeah. get to choose what you want to be and who you want to be. That, the, that's your right.
3: The cop who uh, pushed Messiah Jerry said, and he filed a lawsuit.
4: Yeah. The cop. Dang.
3: The yep. cop did, saying that he was struck in the face and chest, which should have been struck with Masai's fists, with his fists, and caused him to suffer quote a permanent disability. He also claims the interaction between himself and Nigeria caused great mental, emotional, psychological, physical, and nervous pain and suffering. Um, he was trying to cash in. Yeah.
1: By the way, I watched Masai on Real Sports. That dude is a stellar human being. (laughs) He is a stellar human being. He works with underprivileged kids in Africa, teaching them basketball and life lessons and stuff like that. And, you know, he's married to some woman from here. You know, the wizards fucked it up and didn't get him. They had the chance. They fucked that off and didn't get him.
3: He was right Uh, not to accept that job. Yeah,
1: he probably was. (laughs) His wife's family's from here, (laughs) you know stellar human being and at the time he was like yeah i can't talk about it but everything he's saying is wrong
0: yeah he's saying is wrong what mm-hmm. called, exfoliated? yeah he, huh? he he gets his face exfoliated exfoliated whatever that thing is exfoliated yeah,
4: exfoliated. yeah
0: exfoliation yeah. yeah it's like he really like he gets facials at spas like, he, like <laughs> why, why, would, why would that guy why would that guy be a threat to you he's <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. Came yeah.
3: hey man a lot a lot he of a lot of violence yeah. <laughs> a lot of violent gangsters were called babyface. yeah oh. he's like
2: well he's like
1: just look just looking at him i'm like he's like well he hit me in the face i'm like if that guy hits you in the face you'd be damaged
3: <laughs> the thing is
1: yeah. he's he, not a little dude
3: he made it very specific know? he said he hit me with his fists
1: yeah i'm like hey he hit you with his fist so your face was all fucked up then i'm just <laughs> there's a picture the, the
3: cop took a picture he went to the hospital he took a picture to show the damage. There's no damage. <laughs> you know? It just looks like a selfie. <laughs> hey, go raptors like the fucking selfie <laughs> at the hospital. Hit
1: me in the face. I'm like, if he hits you in the face, he'd have dropped you. Oh. <laughs> he'd have dropped you. Oh mm-hmm. cute, i delete later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ridiculous. That's so that's been my problem with Ellen. Yeah. This stuff about yeah. she's made missteps, a lot of a lot of um self self-owns she's done that like the shit about i feel like i'm in jail while i'm on while i'm on a lockdown at the house i'm like mm.
2: yeah i feel you know, like there are
1: people dying in jail and that was at the time when it was being reported how people were just dying left and right in jail because yeah. they were catching the COVID. and i'm like you don't want to say that
2: she just got <laughs> so big and i think yeah. she's she's probably i mean yeah jerry seinfeld has gotten as big but she's like the biggest most sort of like oh you know here's mm-hmm. the, here's my life comedian ever that's the, yeah. so you know and she's so i mean people forget that she's a stand up comic that's how yeah. huge she is
4: right
2: so i feel like she doesn't have an example to follow and i feel like now she's just getting so rich that the relatability and the it's hard to manage jokes when you're mm-hmm. at that level you know mm-hmm. cuz you know she was competing with oprah when I was there, and you know, Oprah doesn't do jokes. Like, when you're that level of of celebrity, I feel like you can't fuck up with you yeah. know, with the wrong joke.
0: She, you know, she might be to the point now, like, you know, it's interesting you brought up Seinfeld, that it might be time for her to go ahead and hang it up anyway. Like, it I think be, so. yeah, it's like, yeah,
2: I think so. Like, 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 with all this, they were saying, like, you know, she was gonna quit the show, and I was like, I think that's probably good because the show. When I, you know, when I was, you know, on maternity leave from life, we had Ellen on a lot and, you know, it's a lot of, it's turned less into like a cute comedy talk show. Like when I was there to more like, here's a huge check to another kid from, you know, and it's just, and part of it feels a little contrived.
3: Today on Ellen, kids from memes and uh, tomorrow more kids from memes.
2: (laughs) Well, I think the thing, the thing to do
1: might be, to streamline the show and get the show back down to the essence of what it what it was a comedian funny woman having talks with people get it down get it back to that
3: question is why would you if the ratings are good then what they're doing well they're
1: not it's a juggernaut it would be a thing it would be a thing of um
3: why change the show if the ratings are good
1: it would be a thing of it's gotten away from me and I want to do something else. It's, 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 yeah. it's whatever band's acoustic album now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember a story about the Beatles. I don't know if it was true or not, but I remember a story about the, I don't know if it was the Beatles or if it was the Stones. I think it was the Beatles and they were saying that they would love to just go to a, go to a bar and just play like they
3: used to.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Just
1: go to a bar. And That's like kind of what the
3: rooftop them- concert was. Call themselves another
1: name and just go to a bar and play, and just to get away from everything they had been.
4: Right.
1: You know, and they're like, everybody would know you.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> know,
1: <laughs> you wouldn't be yeah. able to do
3: that anymore. No, you don't get it, man. We're gonna have wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
4: know? yeah.
3: Then if we but put like off the mask.
4: Yeah. The Sergeant like Pepper.
3: It- the concept behind the album of Sergeant Pepper was that they were a different band. Yeah. They 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 could, they sang kind of in different styles, and you know it was like. It was like, let's just be a different band for this album. So a concept album as we're a different band. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, still, it's still a Beatles album, but that was kind of the idea behind that. You know, mm-hmm. reinvent yeah. sort of thing. And the
1: Bee Gees did a knockoff movie. The Bee Gees and Peter Frampton. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. That's
4: right.
1: That horrible knockoff movie. Did you guys talk about
2: that in Todd Boyd's class? <laughs> no. Believe it or not. That horrible knockoff movie. shit about
3: that. <laughs> So, do you guys want to talk about Meg the Stallion? Yeah, man. Um, what? what?
2: She got shot? Do
3: you know about shot. that story?
1: She got shot in the foot?
2: I saw Lanes. that. I saw like she got shot in the foot, but who did it? Like, what's the background?
3: Tori Lanes. So, okay. Three the background, first of all, is that she was shot like it was a couple weeks ago now. It wasn't like, I mean, this was right. a thing that had happened. Uh, you know, it was allegedly rumor has it kind of deal. She got right. shot. And then, even then, the rumor was Tori Lanez. I guess, is that her with the dating or something? Yeah, Tori Lanes. Tori Lanes shot her, but it wasn't confirmed. And what she even shot and what's going on. And then it came out that she was shot. She made this video, wet-ass pussy. And people were like, where's the bullet wound? I'm, she's, got a, she's got a lot of skin showing. So she got shot in the foot. Now, all that was kind of, and, and Tori Lanes was kind of already fingered as the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But she basically came out the, you know, this past week and said so.
2: Maybe he's her boyfriend.
3: Well, he's the one who shot her. He shot her. Um, right. So here's the what's the their article. relationship? Uh more than a month know. more than a month after that she was shot in the in the feet. Okay, so it was over a month ago. Shot in the feet after a party in the Hollywood Hills, Megan the Stallion. Is it the or the
1: Jenner Girl's house? I think it's the stallion.
3: You say the oh. Yes.
2: Okay. Nobody, and nobody is saying anything the fact that they were at a party
3: right <laughs> yeah. at a party to go.
2: Uh,
3: okay. in the middle of a pandemic but okay. maybe they had masks on Got it. Uh,
4: okay.
3: Megan Thee Stallion said for the first time Thursday night that fellow hip hop star Tory Lanez was the person who pulled the trigger? Is he
1: a star, though? <laughs> is he? I never. he is.
0: He's good for um, still um, remixing old hip hop beats. and Okay, um, <laughs> that makes him like a that. star, does it? I'm just here. I'm just here. I don't. I don't. You know, my tooth hurt. He's
3: here. not like he's not Tory the Lanes. He's not on that level. No. <laughs> he's on the, um,
0: the, the the streets. He's not in these
3: streets. <laughs> here's the <laughs> quote, though, from Megan the Stallion. Yes, Tori shot me. You shot me, and you got your publicist and your people going to these blogs lying. The 25-year-old rapper whose legal name is Megan Pete said in an Instagram live video, Stop lying. Why lie? I don't understand. Representatives for Lane's, a 28-year-old rapper and singer whose legal name is Daystar Peterson. His name is Daystar, and he changed it.
4: Yeah, D-A-Y-S-T-A-R.
3: Daystar. Daystar Peterson did not respond to requests for comment late Thursday, have not responded to several previous requests. Pete said she did not tell Los Angeles police who came to the scene on July 12th about the shooting because she was afraid of the legal repercussions. I didn't tell the police nothing because I didn't want us to get in no more trouble. That's not what she said. Is that what quote. they wrote it down? That's the direct quote.
1: that she, she said, I listened to it on... Um, Thing. she was worried that the police how gonna look if I, if I as black people call them is it what happens when they kill him she all
3: right was worried I mean, about
1: the police getting there poof, poof,
3: they didn't put the full quote shooting them up they just put it them worried cool.
1: about that <laughs> it so I guess cool. they left that part out about the police
3: <laughs> this is the ap ap keeps it very dry yeah <laughs> this is not um this is not tmZ or anything yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was worried about the she she didn't call the police because she was worried that if she told the police Tory Lane had a gun that they would kill Tory Lane's. Right. That's why she didn't tell the police when it happened. Because everybody right. was like, why didn't you tell the cops? I'm like, that's why. Because she was worried the cops would kill Tory Lane.
3: Uh, Peterson, that uh, was Tory Lane's was arrested the morning of the incident on suspicion of possession of a concealed weapon and was released on bail later that day, but has not been charged with anything related to the incident. They probably didn't just decide not to talk to the cops. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pete Peterson and others were sharing an SUV after the party in the early hours of July 12th. She said in the video that there was an argument between the people in the vehicle and Peterson shot her when she tried to walk away. She denied rumors that he had, that she had hit him in the SUV. Pete first said, I'm going to say stallion for Pete stallion first said publicly that she was shot later that week and has slowly revealed more in several social media posts since it happened, usually in response to what she said or false story spreading. She said from the beginning that she expected to fully recover, but said in subsequent posts, the shooting, which required her to have surgery, to have the bullets removed was super scary. And the worst experience of my life bullets, plural. So how many times did he shoot her twice? Um, She's a dancer, too. That's another yeah. thing. And that video might have been shot before the shooting.
2: Yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. it was. I'm sure yeah. it was. Because if that came out, the video just came out, they shoot videos months before they release them. Yeah. Especially something with that kind of production value. That, that kind
1: of, of production, yeah, you got to go back and edit and do all kinds of stuff to it, you know. No, no. Sure with that kind seen. of
2: post, they probably shot that, <laughs> in, you know, May.
1: Yeah, yeah. make yeah. sure the sound is all right and everything's yeah. good on it and, you know.
3: There's a lot of CGI in that. Yeah, yeah that just, green waiting on just Not
2: haven't. them titties!
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so basically, the story though became because then, then Twitter gets a hold of it and Twitter just makes everything toxic. Right. And Twitter. Baby goats, man. She started getting dragged <laughs> for snitching, essentially. Yeah. And people started talking shit about her on social media for snitching. Um, if and I had, guess not protecting the guy else? who shot her in the
1: feet. If, yeah, if, if he or his people had kept their mouths shut, this shit might have went away. And I'm not even saying it should have. She was gone. trying to keep it quiet. Yeah. They kept running off at the mouth about it. <laughs> so she was like, well, here's what really happened.
2: Why like, Why is he not seeing consequences? Like That's I, the big
1: I, thing. It's like he should yeah. be in jail now. Yeah, right this now. is
2: a man who shot... A young woman in the foot, like that's. I mean, are we not ignoring like the? You know, yes, we are. You didn't even like, hear all. You didn't even hear all the jokes, girl. They were like, um, it, like all the. I mean, you know, all. I mean, with all this Brianna Taylor and all this stuff, like, have you not heard all these stories about how much black women are ignored in the, in the system? Didn't and matter. The violence of all these things. Yeah. What about all that?
0: They started doing the pinky pinky toe jokes. That's what they started. Yep, <laughs> it was
2: all jokes. It was
1: all <laughs> jokes.
0: And then he, um, all jokes.
1: And First then Tori Lane is like 5'4, like 5'4, bucko 05. Megan is like 5'10, 200 pounds, 200 oh. glorious pounds. I'm like, if she wanted to fight him, it, it wouldn't
3: gonna be a but fight. This but is clearly why he, she wasn't trying to fight this dude. This is why he needs guns. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I mean, he's a short <laughs> guy. Okay, so he shoots the woman instead of clocking her. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know. Do
0: yeah. we, my, my, my problem is. My, my issue is that she got shot, and her, her, and her instinct, her instincts kicked in and said, "Hey, even though I'm bleeding right now, and you yeah. shot me, I'm gonna do my as am gonna do my part and protect to, you to protect your bitch ass, your
1: sorry tiny ass, your tiny yeah. tiny sorry ass." And yeah. then
0: social media right. goes, social media goes. that is just did Donald Trump hands, and then social media goes, <laughs> it calls it calls her a snitch. But yeah. Finally, saying that hey, he shot me like Tupac said in the in the, in the uh, Machiavelli, Shug shot me. So I don't I don't I don't understand I don't understand I don't understand black men actually I don't. Understand.
3: And Tory Lanes, by the way, has a history. In 2017, an ex girlfriend accused him of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse. She said Lanes, who showed up uninvited at her house multiple times, made her feel like. Her life was at risk. Never in my life have I felt so scared. So that girl scared. was
1: probably the same size as him. <laughs> that that girl.
3: <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, a lot of people came to make the stallions, uh, the stallions' defense. Obviously, a lot of celebrities and
1: but look, look who the celebrities it was though. Rihanna instantly came to her defense. Just, right. You know, people. Michael who B. Have Jordan. Been, people who have been in it. Halle Berry. My Halle Berry, she's another one. People yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. Halle Berry, oh. by the way, her Instagram is fire. I don't know if y'all are fucking with it, but. That
2: 53
1: year old wedding, that 53 year old birthday picture she put up, woo, Lord. <laughs> I
2: mean, Halle Berry, sometimes I get mad though, she's like so beautiful. It's she's so, so too weird. beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, it's like upsetting sometimes. Yeah, look <laughs> at the one of
1: her on the skateboard. Oh, I, I'm, huh? giving it a review right now. I want some-
3: uh, start liking this, liking our pictures.
1: Oh, I'm going down that rabbit hole. Look at Mike's face. You am about to go down that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> I see you on the skateboard.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's oh, her, you saw the skateboard that, she picture? She put that one up on the day of her birthday, the skateboard yeah. picture. Well, that
0: oh, for her 53rd 54, birthday? 54,
1: one of the 53.
0: If I was a hater, I'd be like, she out here skateboard with no mask on. Bad example.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't follow this. This is upsetting. <laughs> like here is getting, with no makeup. I can't follow this.
1: Is it getting you it's mad? Just, you know, that's just
2: natural. Like I can't, you know, no matter what I it, like you can't get to this level of Yeah, look at her butt in the scape. Forget it. I'm not I can't. <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that one down there with the guy I don't know if he's her personal trainer. I don't know if that's her boyfriend or just who, but I know that picture with the feet.
3: Yeah. I'm like, yeah. is that
1: his feet? <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know whose feet are those.
0: Yeah. I'm, not into, I'm, I'm not into feet. Feet. I'm going to zoom in. Look, you a, could, look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You going to zoom in, Mike? I zoomed in, and I you know what? There's a there are there are two he pair. Can of have feet.
2: Beautiful feet. Like I can't. I just.
0: I want to know who's taking these pictures because i think
2: that guy. Also, Probably the guy or an assistant.
3: A like Skateboard some... picture, by the way. You mentioned no mask, but also no helmet, no pads, no knee pads, no, <laughs> <laughs> no elbow pads. I mean, she got on of skin eating. showing. <laughs> What if she falls?
2: God, she looks really good. How scrape
1: up those he's scrape good. up those glorious knees. Fifty
3: four. Fifty-four? <laughs>
2: 54?
3: God, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was on her birthday.
3: In that picture it said fifty-four. And
1: they somebody somebody put it up. I think her birthday is the same day as Lenny Kravis. He put up a picture. It's like him shirtless feeding the dogs.
3: He's a little <laughs> older, right? Yeah.
1: He's a she's a couple of years older than her, but he's still ripped all all outdoors.
0: <laughs> it's it's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, well, she do. She stays in the gym, man. She's doing a lot of uh, working a lot. She's doing mixed martial arts. She shot a movie based on women in mixed martial arts. Yeah, look at
4: her. Wonder, that. Was,
0: that was Jennifer Lopez,
3: This guy's yeah, she... trainer is uh, Peter Lee Thomas. Yeah. So I'm she like, is that her man? I
2: don't. yeah, oh look at this Lenny Kravitz dog photo. Wow. That's the one they put up. Yeah, see,
1: There's another look. The two of them are together in this picture. That must be her dude.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's gotta be.
2: Good mm.
1: for her. i tell you what. She got the the father of her daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say she got his ass beat, but she was dating that cat. Um, the French guy? Yeah, the French guy. What's his name? The actor?
2: Olivier.
1: Olivier? Olivier something, or something Something
2: other? like that. I, but yeah. I know the French guy, yeah.
1: Okay, so the, the father of her child, the Swedish dude, was talking shit either to her or something like that. And Olivier came to the house while he was talking shit to Olivier or some shit like that. He mm-hmm. turned and started talking shit to Olivier thinking that he's fucking with an actor. Here's a little fact about Olivier. He comes from a family of professional fighters. Oh. <laughs> Grandfather was a fighter. Father was a fighter. Brothers are fighters. I assume he's been in the gym a little bit because he beat the <laughs> shit out of that dude. <laughs> he beat the
2: shit out of that Gabriel Aubrey.
1: He beat, see if you can find a picture of after he got punched in the face by Olivier. He beat the shit out of Gabriel Aubrey. <laughs> Gabriel, Gabriel Aubrey is the dent da-
2: Gabriel Aubrey.
1: That's the father of her child, of the daughter. And he beat Aubrey. the shit. Olivier beat the shit out of that dude. <laughs> like you see, you gotta know who you're fucking with in on in these streets.
2: Yeah, Halle Berry's boyfriend Olivier Martinez told Gabriel Aubrey. Ta- How Hallie Berry's fiance Olivier Martinez taunted Gabriel Aubrey at Nala's school play before brutal brawl. Ooh, fucked <laughs> up. Brutal brawl. He, he
1: beat, he beat the dog shit out of him. <laughs> he wow. Ooh, he's fucked up. Yeah, he comes from a family of
0: fighters. <laughs> you know, you got to ask questions. You got to be like before before we get into the tussling. I gotta I gotta ask. the yeah. <laughs> question about your family. <laughs> Say, what did daddy do? Did you know your father?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. This is the guy in that affair movie.
0: Yeah. yeah he's good movies. in
2: that. I liked him.
0: Yeah, he's good in that. So 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 how's just real quick, um h- here's my hand. Just hit, give me a right hook real quick in the hand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, you, oh no, never mind. You got some good hand speed. Never mind. Give me a little one-two. <laughs> hey, I'm
2: sorry about what I said.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a model too. That Gabriel dude. I'm like,
1: just
3: hypothetically, do? what if I came at you like this? What if I, <laughs> just hypothetically, what if I came at you from this angle? What would you do? Oh, oh, you got. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I started out of school First play and went from there. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, dude. You don't, yeah. you don't need to smoke. You don't need it. You don't need it. What were we talking about before we got distracted by Meg her?
3: Oh. Megan the Stallion.
4: Uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's trash. Uh, it's trash. That dude, is, that dude is trash. Yeah. People coming at her are trash. Yeah. We need to be supportive of people in these situations. Yeah. Even even if even if she let's let's just say she was throwing hands with her.
2: shooter, her, Shooter. Shooting her uh, you're a man, she's a woman. Like, her. do that shit. But here's the thing,
1: he's a little man though. She's she's a, I, you know, a well, <laughs> she's a lot of woman. I got you know, a lot of glorious woman.
0: She's a glorious with with good knees because I've seen yeah. some of the dance moves and like Yeah. Oh she threw that full split out too. I'm like, Oh my yeah. god. First of all, I I haven't been on the show no I just want to say anybody that has a problem with WAP uh Dustin <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a virgin. <laughs> yeah. Like you. And I hope all of, I hope all of your sexual experiences.
1: Yeah. In, I hope in, nothing in I things. hope nothing good comes to you ever in life. Yeah.
3: I hope Yeah, not. May, may may your life be cursed with a lot of dap, dry ass <laughs> yeah. pussy.
1: Well, Ben Shapiro, <laughs> uh intellectual wonderkind of the right was going after her all over all over the internet. They were clowning him because he was reading her lyrics. I'm like, that. "What are you doing, dude?"
3: Oh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of that, um R.A. the Rugged Man, who's a, a great New York rapper, made a song, uh, like a WAP remix, with Ben Shapiro's voice oh, dropped it? in.
1: Oh, that's glorious. I mean, a lot
3: of people have done them. That's glorious. But R.A. is like a legit, like, rapper. So, yeah. it's, it's uh, look that shit up. It's funny.
1: That's glorious. Um,
4: this I was guy- going to say,
3: by the way, if you want people to stop snitching, perhaps you could stop shooting them.
4: Yeah. yeah, has anyone thought about that? Yeah. Maybe don't
3: shoot people. here's an Maybe idea. If you don't like snitching,
1: right. perhaps take not. away
3: the shooting. Yeah. right you don't have the snitching. You don't get the snitching. Right. You know, you don't have to shoot them.
0: You know, you could yeah. you, just, you could hold that L. You know, some people just hold the L. Take
1: the L man, <laughs> if she whips your ass. She'll take the only people gonna know. Well, somebody in the car is gonna talk, but <laughs> you but, can
0: always do that shit. Like, no, that didn't happen. You can okay. always do that. I mean. <laughs> Okay, okay. I know I joke a lot. I mean, but like me, like me, and this just happened to like me and Randolph got the scrapping, right? And Randolph's going to beat my ass because my hand speed is slow, right? you going to put the boost to me. That's one I of might, reasons. Yeah, I might be like, all right, Randolph, that's it. I might pull out my little pistol and then I'm like just to hold them all to get to my car. I'm not going to shoot him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but just enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pull out the gun. Enough, man. Enough.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't think I'll do this? Oh, you don't like, think? What does, oh. she, what does she do to you? <laughs> to make you think. Yeah. Like, like, okay, you beat my ass. Now I'm gonna shoot you. Why would you? Why, why would you do that to your girl?
3: to, to he shot
0: her as she was walking away in victory.
3: <laughs> because it. what did she? Did she roast him? Did she clown him? Uh, did, did it was one of those I ain't no punk kind of moments. I mean, I guess like,
2: what a bitch that guy is. Yeah, what a
0: yeah. bitch. Somebody was like, "Oh, Tori, you gonna let that happen?" Somebody had to say, "Oh, Tor, you just gonna get your ass whipped in front of us?" You like, "No, dog, no, I got something for that." And then he put out his little six shooter.
3: See, that's how popped. Spider got shot in Goodfellas.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly so how, how Spider got, Spider
3: got shot. shot. Yeah. Oh, you gonna let him talk to you like that? And then he pulls yeah. out his gun, and, and Spider's dead now. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and he already shot him in the foot before that. The foot shot Spider was recovering from.
0: So it's it, I mean, and, and it's whack because, like I said, even in that moment. Her 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 instinct, her 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 mo- her mode of thinking was, even though you shot me, I'm still gonna protect, protect you. you. Yeah. And I'm that's not funny. gonna say anything. I, cause this is this happened weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this happened yeah. weeks ago. And I'm she said this say anything. But then your dumb ass and your people are still talking. <laughs> yeah, can't
1: keep your mouth shut. That's that that's that uh that little real joke. Mm. I know you. I know you hear me talking, but are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I know you hear me talking, but are you listening? You know, shut your mouth, man. Stop talking.
0: I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. It's, it's been a bad week for misogynists. Between Kamala Harris being nominated VP, <laughs> yeah, man. is <laughs> taking an L this hey. week. Masashi yeah. never wins, but it's really taking an L this week. <laughs> hey. <It's taking> a, <laughs> y'all really coming, a hey, guys. Y'all are really coming out in droves. Y'all are really revealing yourselves. Y'all yeah. the best. We do reveal. <laughs> yeah. here, comes, here comes
1: Ben Shapiro after he got roasted he put a tweet up saying you know how much this endless parade of jokes about me and my wife bothers me not one bit my wife and I both know that there are much more important things in a marriage than sexual satisfaction
3: is that a fake tweet we're, we're all, though. I we're all married yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're all married let's talk about what that is <laughs>
2: what, okay. what is that <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> <laughs> not a lot
0: of wop in that house <laughs> there's no wop in that house it yeah. was like that i tell you that yeah. oh baby's like that
4: yeah
1: the dude okay. who posted it said this dude is just an endless supply of self-owns i'm like yeah. when you were writing that that's i would just want to talk to him now when you were writing this you thought that that was the answer i yeah. think I part of that, that tweet happened.
3: is fake though i, I looked at that online there's a I don't know if that's there's maybe not that tweet. There was another tweet that was from him that was fake that was like about his marriage. But there was another one where he said about a wet ass pussy that his what his doctor wife was talking about was oh, yeah, a medical yeah. condition and people were like yeah. uh a woman aroused is not a medical oh you can't get women aroused this is what's going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that spawned this tweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. He, he that was problem. the genesis of this tweet. I'm like, I think dude, that there was something just,
3: about some fake Ben Shapiro tweets floating around.
1: Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're just, if anything, if somebody's
0: now saying his tweets are fake, that's it. That's his people. <laughs> like, you're getting killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you was like, that'll show him. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Send. That'll show him. Oh, that
4: didn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <oops.
0: laughs> that, that didn't work. <laughs> they, still ro- they still roasted me. All right. Well, <laughs> <Did> <laughs> you, let, me, let me get an you intern. You I need an. Intern. Sorry, motherfucker. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we get an intern. I need an. Intern. Yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> better Clean this up for me. I bit a boo boo.
1: That's what happens with motherfuckers <laughs> when motherfuckers act like you know you know some shit that you don't really
0: know. That's what that is. Yes, yeah, bad week for me. It's been a bad couple of weeks of misogyny. Um, yeah, I'm glad I grew up but- fast enough to 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 dodge that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a horrible. <laughs> I got all my massage out of the way in, in my early twenties. Well, you were in the military. It's, that's you <laughs> rampant right there. Oh yeah, it was. It was filled with it. Yeah. <laughs> massage me. Oh, yeah. That's massage I was, us. I was talking to my. I was talking to my wife about it too, and um, I was saying that you know my daughter really saved me because there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, thoughts that I've said um, um, not publicly, not on social media, but before I had my daughter. That you know, I like about ten years ago, I would have agreed with some of these misogyny comments, but because of my daughter now, I have to think about her. And I'm like, you know, that's that you guys are jerks. You know that you guys are real yeah. you guys are real jerks. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are mean. You know
1: what yeah. me having a daughter or me having a daughter did for me was uh made me realize that and this this is the one that's gonna really blow your mind. Me having a daughter made me realize that it didn't take it shouldn't take me having a daughter. you see what I'm saying when I've when I think about it like that yeah Or when people say I have a mother or I have a sister
4: yeah or I have a a daughter I'm like
0: it shouldn't take that
1: yeah shouldn't they it shouldn't take that yeah it shouldn't take any of that I'm not believe I'm not shitting on you Mike I'm not
0: not I'll
1: take that that. I went through the the exact same (laughs) thing and that's what I think about it's like it shouldn't take me having Ava or 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 a wife or a mother or a sister um, sister. Yeah. Let's say you don't have any of those. Does that leave you? <laughs> you're okay to, to I'm be shitty. To, you don't
4: <laughs> get that's to think
2: that's the thing with misogyny. It's, it's so ingrained yeah. and so deep within our society that I think a lot of men don't even realize their own thinking until it's like, Oh wait, something happens. We are like, Oh wait, this is fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> I come We, i remember we was having a conference on the show and I, I, I and, um, and it was about some. I think it was it was the Gail. It was the Gail interview. King R. Kelly. Yeah, not not the Gail King R. Kelly. It was Gail and another woman,
4: mm-hmm. and it, it
0: became this big controversy because that's when Snoop Dogg went off or whatever. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember Andy had said something, and it, and, it reverber- and And it, I remembered it about this wop about this WAP situation. A bunch of you know, it was basically Andy said something. You know what's really going on is. A bunch of men discussing what women should be saying out their mouth, and it fucked me up when you said.
3: That. <laughs> well, as the- a father to a cat, to <laughs> female, I have a, one of our animals is a, is a girl animal, <laughs> a female cat. Uh, I feel like I have a, a special insight. <laughs>
0: so, so when I saw a uh, when I saw a group chat full of men talking, but it was just a it was just a regular thread. And they're discussing WAP and what they should be saying in their mouth, saying what Cardi and Megan should be saying in their lyrics. I'm like, you do know this is this is like another hidden part of misogyny, right? Like, you're literally telling two black women what they should have said out their mouth (laughs) on a song. Meanwhile, no one said anything about Tula Crew or Luke or anything like
3: that. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. I'm not having this conversation with y'all. Like, what you think, Mike? I'm, like, I'm not having this conversation with y'all. And,
3: having- <laughs> and also, I mean, again, back to the Gail Cake thing, like a like, conversation. A- I've
2: never had a wet-ass
4: pussy.
3: I, I can't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I I've been- heard so- they exist.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I've heard the legend. but <laughs> right. Like a lot of these conversations that men are like, I can't believe this. We got to talk about this. Like they might be some everyday conversations that women have with each other. We're just not privy to them. So it's like all these men are like, what the fuck? I got it's Like, no, that's it. A- it's not for you necessarily, like, so do you, you don't not, have to stick your I always nose want in to that. ask
1: guys. I'm like, do you not have any aunties? Have you not listened to their fucking hair raising conversations they have? You've never <laughs> had been privy to any of them. To, I have. You ain't <laughs> never been to a beauty shop? It's crazy in there. Are you kidding me?
3: <laughs> I've never been to a beauty shop. <laughs> Are you kidding? With, me? Me? The, with the
0: cigarettes, with this
1: yeah. <laughs> Benson and Hedges cigarettes, or them little Moore cigarettes, or them Virginia Slims, because they think that somehow that makes it better. <laughs>
0: you know? All I know is whenever you in those, those auntie conversations, whenever somebody whenever one aunt says, Parish be the ashtray." Yeah. Just know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good story. Come on, let to ask straight real quick. Let me tell you something. Or they they call you
1: in the room, and then they <laughs> there's always the, the, the favorite aunt wants to kiss on you, and then when they send you out the room, and then the fucking on your way out, you hear the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> so Billy came over last night. What, girl? And then it's oh shit, the conversations are nuts. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> are you
4: kidding? It's
1: filthy. <laughs> so, so why was so why would you think? Now that you're a grown-up, that somehow all of that has stopped for women. (laughs) It's just all that stopped. Like women just don't talk amongst themselves. No,
2: talk banana
1: shit amongst themselves.
2: The same way guys too.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) you know why would you think that's not happening?
4: Yeah, (laughs)
1: they're talking banana shit. You come walking in the room, they all get quiet. It's talking about you, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk back out.
0: (laughs) Tag, you was it.
4: (laughs) But we got walk back
0: out. But as a unit um we just gotta do better and like i said I, i'm just disappointed they call her they start calling her a snitch and everything and i'm just like you know is like nah. she, she, she
2: got shot in the foot by some dude like she's not even i don't care no, tell it like
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> like and, i mean i don't care look i i get it she didn't want something to happen to him when the cops show up i, I get that yeah just tell it later Just tell it it later, you know. Maybe not in that moment, but you can always tell it later. Well, also, if you're, I mean,
3: on shooting somebody. Granted, her most recent song was about um, vagina, but if you're an artist, you're supposed to be open. You're supposed to be able to discuss what's going on in your life, and the good and the bad. And if there's some kind of, you know, wall there that you can't talk about this because of some code that you didn't even grow up in necessarily because it's snitching or whatever. Well then, I mean, if if Tory Lanez doesn't want to have if he doesn't want to shoot snitches <laughs> then he shouldn't shoot artists because artists are supposed to be vulnerable and open and honest. He should go shoot some people who prefer not to be open about who they are. Meg the Stallion, the Stallion, is on Instagram going live for millions of people probably on a regular basis. I don't follow her Instagram, but her, her, she has opened up her life, you know? So if you're Tory Lanez, you can't expect her or any of his fans, by the way, who dragged her on social media, you can't expect her to protect the secrets of Tory Lanez when her whole, her whole professional life now is talking honestly about who she is and what she's about. If you don't want to be snitched on one, don't shoot people or at minimum, don't shoot someone who's, got a platform and uh reveres their ability to be honest on that platform
2: yeah but my question is also like okay you know like you're trying to protect this guy who shot you because the police you know treat you a, but like who's protecting black women if black women are going to all this way to protect the men of their like who's there to protect her like she got shot in the foot she just got a hobble to the hospital like what the fuck like who's right. gonna protect her
1: i was uh, I'll put it this way, there had to be some black men around. Nobody
2: That's my question. Nobody beat dog shit out of Tory Lanez. Right. <laughs> dog- who who protected her in this situation? Like <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm
1: confused. He didn't he didn't catch any hands. Cause I didn't yeah. no pictures of him fucked up later. He yeah. didn't catch any hands. Exactly. And he, what the fuck are you doing with this? What what's happened? None of that happened.
0: Yeah. And you know, not not to make excuses, this is gonna sound like an excuse.
2: <laughs> Not to make an excuse, but...
0: However, those are some young cats. You no, know, you're talking about, I think Toy Lane's still in his 20s. Like, when you're in your 20s, you know, like, we're all... Yeah, cult. yeah, you know, that's true. That. So, you know, we're thinking as grown, as grown folks. <laughs> when you're in your 20s, you're just like, oh, man, you shot in the foot. you crazy. Hey, man, shut up. You right. <laughs> that's how the that conversation goes
1: yeah i don't understand this it's it's a it's and it's gonna and again now i'm gonna sound fucked up it's a culture thing i don't you know (laughs) i don't want to sound like that you know black cultures negroes it's not about it's there's a the it's a youth i think you're right mike i think it's
0: a youth because it's it's youth it's youth that talks about stop snitching. That's some youth ass shit right there. Yeah, I'm telling I'm telling you, your yes, I own property now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> telling you,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm too grown for this shit. I got a whole yeah. lot of shit. I gotta I gotta keep track of. I, uh, I'm yeah. telling you, cutting into my life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling it.
3: <laughs> you know, Corey Lane's. Goddamn right, I'm telling it. Yeah, see, he, no. he, he still...
1: I said the same thing about the NBA bubble when they were like, yeah, they got a snitch line. I'm like, a snitch line? You mean a let's keep this bubble safe line? Is that what you mean? I think that's what you mean to call it. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. if I catch you going out or sneaking some IG broad in, I'm telling it. I'm telling it. <laughs> I'm going to lick you right in the face as I tell it. i it. I'm telling it. You know, we Tory got a Lames. whole lot of shit that's in state at stake here. Can't just shoot this girl in her foot and wander yeah. off like nothing. I'm gonna go back to Canada. Multiple bitch. bullets,
3: multiple. Yeah.
1: What the fuck? Um, I don't. This blows my mind. Like, what the fuck? Oh, he shot in the like, foot twice, and the reason why he shot in the foot was because he just wanted to hurt her. Yeah. That's why you shoot somebody in the oh. feet because you want to hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, the girl's a dancer. This is her yeah. life. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: She's in the prime of her career.
0: Yeah, and you're shooting I'm at her sure.
1: feet.
4: You
0: know? And, and here's the other thing, too. If he's he he's done this, that means he's done this before.
4: Yeah, of right. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so there's somebody else that's been yeah. the that shot the foot or the arm or some some other random part. Right. Yeah. And
1: by of. the way, yeah, yeah. what do you think? You're a ping pong player? Let me shoot
0: you in the arm. You think yeah. he's going to do it again?
4: Yeah, he's
1: going to do it again. No. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Till he goes to jail and runs into a couple of Megan a couple of Megan these Stallion fans, then it ain't gonna yep. go good for him. Because I guarantee you, there's a bunch of them in the joint. I guarantee yeah. you.
4: Yeah. Oh,
1: hey, that's the guy who shot Megan. Oh yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs>
3: Let me okay. see him. Good.
1: Yeah. Okay. It ain't gonna go good.
3: Tory Lane sounds like uh, sounds like a chain of bowling alleys. <laughs> uh, I don't know where
1: he picked that name from. That's I'm looking a, at his Instagram not, rapper, not his Instagram
3: man. his his Wikipedia. Uh so after this uh Kalani pulled his verse off of a song and he was I guess there's a little bit of people pushing back now against him. Um,
0: All you he had to do was just shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like like August, just shut up, man. You uh, <laughs> just shut up, yo. <laughs>
3: I don't yeah, know. An, an incident where he incited a crowd at a show to be violent or something. He told them to fuck shit up. So, I don't he's know. Maybe he's just tall. not all there. You know?
1: You know, he's five feet tall. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> Five-four, all right, guys? <laughs> Five-four. So, yeah, maybe there's further backlash coming. I mean, you know, there seems to be maybe some... Tides turning on that guy. Yeah. Are his beats that hot?
2: No, no. I've heard them, but I'm not hot enough That's to right. shoot. Yeah, they're yeah. not
1: shoot
0: a woman in the foot, foot, foot hot.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not that
1: hot. Exactly. Put like Twice
0: this. prior to this, they were all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got the album. I got the album. I had, yeah, but I had the album. And it was like it was because it was it was basically a bunch of it was like some of our favorite songs growing up, like Fabulous. Um, some fabulous Jay Z. He just basically took some of their beats, remixed it, and then threw their hook in there, whatever. Oh, um, so, it, so he's like a remix king. He's like, D- "This you did our generation did it," but now it's like, "Yeah, man, you trash! Like not only yeah. are you unoriginal,
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, you here to shoot Take people
2: other people's head. shit." Good.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> a lot of people could do that. I don't yeah. know. Uh,
3: for example, uh, James Brown once uh, led police on a high speed chase. Uh, this is this was in the '80s, I believe. Um, went into like an office at, with a gun and started like I think he started shooting like in the ceiling or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't cancel James Brown because his beats were hot. What, <laughs> <See> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like he he did enough yeah. good leading up to that. He had a catalog. Yeah, it
2: was James Brown. Yeah. Sorry, not. Yeah, not this
3: it's, not
1: Tory Lanez. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Tory Lanes. Yeah, it's not Tory Yeah, you know you don't you don't you don't qualify AMF. We going to start calling them AMF. That's the bowling alley, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a deep cut. You got to know what AMF is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think bowling alleys are open anymore, man. We we used to go to them when Able was little, little. I haven't seen one in a long time.
2: No, there's those cool ones now, Lucky Strike that have yeah.
0: like yeah, but those don't.
3: Cosmic calling.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's not. We we have bowling one up, alley. Bowling alley. You yeah, know. we have one up the street. We actually have two up the street. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, we have two. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're open now because of COVID, but um,
1: yeah.
3: but they're available. I'm actually oh, I'm googling right now. Put your fingers in a ball. <laughs> right.
1: put on on somebody else's shoes and put your fingers in a ball now no
3: (laughs) there's a bowling alley in my hometown of leesburg virginia that uh i don't know if they're still open i think they are it's got to be just some dusty smoke filled stained carpet like it's one of those old school bowling alleys that i went to a few times as a kid i think it's still open there's a few of those still around
2: It's like the only place that you can smoke inside on the entire East Coast or something like that.
3: Yeah, just don't snitch, basically. Just yeah,
4: yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, they'll let us do it. It's fine. Yeah, it's like all the all the screens are like uh, old school TVs, the the fat pack TVs, you know, that kind of place.
1: They're green, like the screen, like an old school black and white TV. Start to go to like the color. Everything's
3: green. Yeah, it's (laughs) like brands that don't make TVs anymore, like Zenith, (laughs) (laughs) Triton, Triton. Pioneer. We have a Zenith. We have a Zenith. Emerson yeah.
1: TV. That big-ass heavy Zenith. I think my yeah. mom gave us that for our apartment, that big-ass heavy Zenith. Elena, you have HBO? I do. Check I out know. Real Sports. Uh, check out Real Sports. Namdi Asamoah is on there. He uh, he was a football player. Now he's a Broadway actor. He is oh. Kerry Washington's husband.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That you, that you very rarely hear them talk about. They don't really talk about no. their marriage. They got a couple of kids and they've been married for a long time. Anyway, he's on, he was in soldiers play with David Allen Greer and them. And I didn't realize that. Um, I knew he was acting, but I didn't know he was acting like that.
2: Yeah. I saw, I've been very into interior design videos. Yeah. And uh, recently Carrie Washington did a tour of her New York apartment. Mm-hmm.
4: Cause was like, he on it? Both, no. Yeah, I don't see, think they was, do anything
2: together, but it yeah. was like, but you could tell like they're both there because they're like Broadway stuff. I didn't realize, but yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. He's the. Uh, have you seen a Soldier Story, the movie?
4: Uh-uh.
1: Yeah, Dr. Todd Boerchard showed you all that one. Uh, <laughs> that's the one it's based on. It's about a. It's about a, a World War One segregated army unit, and uh, the interaction between all the soldiers in it. And it it had Jesus, it had David Allen Greer, Denzel Washington, uh Blair was it Blair Underwood was he in that? No, he was too young. Robert Townsend.
3: Soldier. He might have uh, yeah. been in Soldier Story.
1: I don't think he was in soldier story. I'm gonna look it up. I, think, I feel like he was too young. Adolf Caesar was the sergeant, you know. You know just a, just a uh a cast of every it was like every young black actor in right. Hollywood. David had got Tony nominated from the from the first time he did the Broadway play. Then they made the movie. Then they remade the play again, except this time David plays the sergeant, who's the who's the bad guy, yeah, the antagonist.
3: And uh, I just I just texted character
1: was the Denzel character. He's the protagonist in an ensemble piece. That's you know, it's a tough role. I was like, I didn't know he was playing that role. Shit, I thought yeah. he was just in the shit. I was like, no, he's in the shit. Yeah. yeah, he did a great job too. Parent Ran off of my disregarded
3: like, text that I just sent you. I was texting my wife; they were almost done. She was texting okay. me, but yeah, I'm. I got yeah. the um, Soldier Story IMDb up, and uh, 1984. Look at the cast from the movie. Yeah, yeah, eighty, 80 I guess that sounds right. Eighty four is right. Howard E. Rollins, Adolf Caesar, Art Evans, David Allen Greer, yeah. David Harris, Dennis Lipscomb, Malaria Riley, Robert Townsend, Denzel Washington. How old was Denzel at that point?
2: Just must have been super young, young man, probably. You
3: know, William Allen Young, Patty LaBelle.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah. She owned, she owned the bar that
1: they used to go to. Howard Rollins was supposed to be the one. He was the he was like the, 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 the driving force of the show. Cause he's the he's the he had been a black. Captain, a black, the one of the first black people to graduate from West Point, and came down to investigate the what was going on, you know. And uh, I think I think didn't he die from AIDS? Did AIDS get him? I think it did. I
3: don't know. Wings Hauser. Wings Hauser. Like used said. Wings
1: Hauser. White dude who was in there, when you see his face, you'd be like, "Oh, I know that guy." Oh,
3: I know that guy. I just at his Houser. face. See. Wings Hauser.
1: <laughs> he, he was in the. Every, yeah, Wings Hauser. Yeah, I always remember his name, Wings Hauser.
3: <laughs> he played Lieutenant Boyd, Wings Hauser. That's a real name. That's yeah. a real name.
1: Yeah, he was also in Jojo, dance Your Life Is Calling with Richard Pryor. He was oh, okay. in that movie too. A lot of stuff
2: in the eighties.
3: Yeah, Wings, Wings Hauser. Yeah, he was like
1: he was the the racist white dude who would pop up in every movie playing the racist white guy. Call
3: me Wing. I for like short the,
2: the, the guy yeah, in person
3: i mean his his name is pluralized it's wings it's plural
2: yeah yeah wings yeah <laughs> yeah he was like in every 80s yeah, you'll like
1: it it's a good yeah uh, i'll check it out from an actor's standpoint you know yeah. he did the work you know he did some production work on uh trying to learn the business on every angle he did some production work on the beasts that movie that was in the beast of. Uh, and the movie that measures did on Netflix about the child soldiers in Africa, it's called The Beast of
2: Oh, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Beast oh. of No Nations? Yeah, Nation. production work on that.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Beast yeah. of
1: No okay. Nations, yeah. Yeah, he got, yeah. Like, he
2: nominated he learned
1: about camera working and stuff like that on that. Yeah. yeah.
2: That, it's so important to learn that. he felt
1: like he couldn't. Yeah, yeah, he felt like he couldn't. He wasn't getting offered good roles. He kept getting offered, you know, thug number one and shit like that. And he was like,
4: yep.
1: Going to real acting classes and like, with, you know.
4: Yep. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, you
1: know, good, good, good ass movie. Where we at,
3: Eddie? Uh, we're over an hour for sure. I didn't even really check when we okay. started.
1: Since your wife is asking, let's bring this one home.
3: Blame uh, my wife. For in
0: with us. We y'all's <laughs> yeah, blame your wife.
1: Want uh, to thank uh, thank uh, for getting podcast. up out of the to, the bed of pain to join us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all having me. Here. I appreciate y'all.
3: Are you I still think, in pain anyway, right now as, as we always, speak?
1: you have an open. Oh, thank Eleni, you, you always have an open door. Whenever you can make time, you come on through. Thank
4: just you, let guys. us know.
1: You always got an open door.
4: Thanks. Always got
1: open do. door with us. Just, I know when you got the baby and all that kind of stuff. He must've was killing y'all. Um,
2: oh this is the best with the baby oh yeah, that's about it yeah this let's is the break she can, she can, you a can bit.
3: just say oh I got oh you know what I got a podcast that's right for six hours <laughs> on go. a Saturday
4: that's right there you so, <laughs> go <laughs>
3: and then he's gonna listen and be break, like I didn't even five. hear you on that podcast and you're like oh I just told you that
4: yeah
3: <laughs> it's just to get out of some shit <laughs> all right let's wrap it up I'm Randolph Terrence I'm Andy Klein
2: I'm Elena Torres
1: and I'm Mike B Hey, Mike B missing a tooth, but he's here. (laughs) Three guys on, plus one. We are out.